0: back to the mail-in podcast i'm your host dylan shivery coming to you live from austin texas sally is actually back in the building we have her on today's show sally what is up
1: back in the stew. i'm very very tired so tired
0: you just switched your hair from a it was like a side pony to a, now you got a little bun you a Like you look like not yeah you're just uh you look like you're a little out of it
1: is you know at fair? work actually they always joke that when the, like, I'm getting really serious. If I my hair goes from being down to like up on top of my head, that means like shit's getting real and I gotta
2: like. Did shit just get real in here?
1: Well, I needed to amp it up because I almost fell asleep on the way over okay, here we'll driving. It's like,
2: it's like when the weatherman rolls up his sleeves and you yeah. know there's some real big storms on the way here wow. for a long night. Whoa. Uh, first of all, welcome back. I'm really
0: happy Thank that you. you're here. It's been a long time. Uh, the people I think have missed you. Uh, you're not like back, back though, right? You have to return to Oklahoma.
1: I have to return to Lafayette, oh, Louisiana. To Lafayette
0: this time, the locals all say the Lafayette. Rec- by the way, all
1: the recommendations are welcome. Okay,
0: I oh, think I would be loft. living
1: in a box. So,
0: how many weeks in a row do we have you until you leave again? I think four. Okay, and you're gone for how long? Four. Okay,
1: and then I'm back for good. Okay. Four, four, four.
0: So two months. Two months away from permanent, Sally. About.
1: Right. But okay. I'll be here for all of me. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Okay. That, I can work with that. Thank okay. you. Uh, of course, we have producer Dave on the mic as well, as always. Dave, what up? Chilling. Yeah.
2: What up? Not a whole lot, man. Just ready to get this pot what off. What shirt are you wearing? I've been trying to look around this laptop. Is that a what C- does
1: C stand for? Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. The Indians. Oh. So
0: when we were at the Players' Championship, I bought a shirt that I love. I wear all the time. It's so soft. And the brand, I think it's just called 47. I'm not real sure.
2: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Okay. And I love the shirt so much that I got on their website to look for other shirts. And I couldn't find a Cowboys one. Couldn't find a Texas Rangers one. No Texas Longhorns. None of the teams that I'm really a fan of. Uh, So this one just looks cool.
1: I honestly thought you were wearing it because it's a big red C. And I thought, I was like, wow, he just really loves himself.
0: (laughs) Well, I do love myself. But that's not the reason why I bought this shirt. Um, I don't know. It's okay.
1: Intern Klein. Bought Will some shirt at the Masters that he will not take off. It's like he wore it today. It's like a long sleeve kind of tech material. It's a very understated Masters logo, so sometimes you can't even tell.
0: It's inspired by a performance Masters shirt that I bought a couple years ago when you went. When I went, right? But his is long sleeve, mine's short. He
1: has he wears it at least twice a week.
0: It's a dope shirt, yeah. Anyway. Let's get down to business. The hotline number, 888 362 mail. That's M A I L eight 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 888-362-6245. If you prefer to write in, you can do so. There's a link in the Twitter bio, and that's at mail podcast. Let's get right into it, Dave.
1: Can I oh. add something? Of course. Um, I didn't have the rundown until two minutes ago when I realized you emailed it to me several hours ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go in fully raw for that's all okay. these questions. That's okay. Go a
2: Freestyle wrong. Queen though.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna just flying off the hip right now. I don't
0: now. think any of these you really need to be prepared for.
1: We don't know. Okay? Okay. So, well, re- these I, opinions I are it. unfiltered. Okay. Let's, okay. let's
2: go. Hey, Dylan and Dave. I've got a burning hot golf question for you. One of the guys I routinely play golf with absolutely bombs it off the tee and has scratch golf for potential until he's about 100 yards in. When he's on the green, he will never seriously attempt a putt from inside 7 to 8 feet, which is his, quote, Gimme range. If he leaves a 30 foot birdie putt five feet short, he will give the second putt an off balance one arm swipe. Sometimes he will even try to putt between his legs, so he can count it as a par even when he misses because he wasn't trying or he was trying to keep up with the pace of play when in reality he's afraid of missing short putts and hurting his score. To make it worse, this guy will routinely post scores in the quote, mid 70s with five to ten of these bullshit putts around. And then he'll brag about it in the group chats. My friends and I make comments like, wow, that's a generous gimme to try to get him to stop, but he won't. Is this a trash move by him? How would you handle this? I included this because uh, this has been on my mind. It's been like
0: in the back of my mind for a while. Um, I've done this before. I think we all kind of do this to some degree. If you're playing a casual round with your boys, uh, yeah, you're supposed to wait for them to give you the the gimme putt if, if you're inside, you know, two and a half, even three feet. Uh, but this is a move I think we all kind of do. You can't do it excessively like this guy's doing, especially from that far out. What is does he say? Seven to eight feet out. Sir, you need to putt that. That is a um, that is a very missable putt.
2: If you guys are just playing for fun and there's no money on the line, then he can do whatever he wants. But you don't have to recognize his scores because I, I would I would not... If, if we got back in the clubhouse, he's like, oh, dude, broke 80 again. But like, dude, you gave yourself multiple putts yeah like i hate that move i rem- I know guys who do that they'll walk up oh a lot and they of you like do the this. one footer on one like so you know when someone's line is right there and you you do like an awkward stance so you're not stepping in their line yeah, yeah the guys who do that even when there's not a line there they just kind of act like oh i wasn't trying
0: because if you if you hit it off balance or even between your legs or whatever it's like yeah i'm just this doesn't really count when in yeah. fact you need to make that putt if you if you're three to three to four feet out Okay, that's different. Seven to eight? Yeah. I'm making that half the time.
2: And absolutely, if there's money on the line or anything else, any kind of bet, dude, no. No game. This guy
1: sounds like he has a trash short game, and he is just trying to hide it. Well, sure. And I feel like from an outsider's perspective of someone who never plays golf, he's cheating. It's cheating in my mind.
0: Uh, I'm not gonna go straight to cheating. I know it's not
1: fully cheating, but but it's bullshit for it's him to bullshit. go and like tell everyone that he's hitting mid seventies. Like that's a big deal, I feel like, and our y'all's friend group text is like, oh man, I like shot really well today.
0: It is totally fair game to give this guy the business though, um, during and after the round. Like, nah, dude, you didn't really shoot a seventy eight. Like we saw you, you, you gave yourself, you know, four questionable putts. Like there's a major asterisk on this. Um, it's a, it's a bullshit move, but it's one that I think we all have done to some degree before
2: it puts your friends in an awkward spot too, because if it's a friendly game, then it's like, you don't want to be a jerk. He's keeping his own score and you're not gonna be like, Oh dude, that sucks. that You just missed that three footer for par, but you know, you need to, I'm going to sign your card at the end of the round, but Um, if it's your boy, like he's fair game, just go in on him. Yeah. Tear him, tear him apart. Yeah. This guy's not as good as he thinks he is. Bottom line. Because if he was, he'd be putting those out. You don't have to put everything out. Like you know, there's reasonable. You know, two feet and in, eh? Sure, but yeah, that's, that's trash. Uh, Sally, there
0: are two golf questions today. I'm sorry, uh, we let off with one. I didn't. That was unintentional. But I, back in the saddle, and immediately we give you a golf one. Sorry about that.
1: I still think my opinion counts on that. Oh. I don't trust this dude.
2: Girls and golf if, too, don't. I'm don't, just don't gonna.
1: I'm gonna just say, if he really looks inside, deep inside his heart, I think he has some insecurities about his short game, as but many of us do. If I, we really need to get,
0: as someone who also has a trash short game, I know exactly what this guy's doing.
1: Yeah, we all know, bro. We all know what you're doing.
0: Here is the first voicemail. What's up, mailing gang? My name's Will. I'm 22. Just became a recent homeowner in Bale Colorado. Pretty exciting. And I'm wondering, what age is too old to hang flags on your wall? Moving into the new spot, I resisted hard, but I had to put one Broncos flag on the ceiling. Let me know what your guys' take is. Love the pause.
1: Bye. What the hell?
0: Okay, weird flex. He's 22? Uh, he's 22 and just bought a, a house, he said, in Vale, Colorado. Dude,
1: congrats. Okay. Mentioning,
0: mentioning that it's Vale is such a flex.
1: I I'm probably never going to own a house in my entire lifetime. So way to go, bro! Way I mean, to go.
0: Twenty two. I mean, even if he said Omaha, Nebraska, not that that's. A, I just assume real estate's a lot cheaper in Omaha than it is in Vale. Even if he we said that, know. it's like okay, dude, we get it. But to just drop the fact that he's a, as a twenty two year old bought a house in Vail, What does this guy do?
1: I don't know. I need to get on his program. 22? But here's a real simple answer: If you own a house, don't hang flags in it. That's. If you're old enough to buy a house, you're old enough to not have a flag on the unless you got
2: a man cave. Also, he hung it on the ceiling. Okay, yeah, that's weird.
1: Here's my question: Is it like flush with the ceiling, or is yes. it like hanging from the ceiling? I so picture it's just flush. Like, like
0: he's laying on the couch. He looks up. And he's he sees just a bronco.
1: looking up and seeing a bronco. Think flag? He's Blanco's got a black
2: light poster too, and like some lava lamps. Maybe a Scarface, dude. He, I only, respect only- your
1: game because you own a house at 22. But if you own a house, you are not allowed to hang flags in it.
2: I agree. Ooh, what if it's the American flag? Uh, you need you need no. a, you need to class
0: it up. It needs to be framed properly. You can't just put a flag up. No, you
1: can hang a, an American flag outside like by your, you know, front door. But you don't need to be hanging an American flag on the wall just like willy-nilly tacking it up this guy there. just
2: loves the country though. Though that's for your college apartment Dude, or your, your dorm your room. Your NFL team flag, that is that's it's actually bad. very trash. That's somehow worse What's than anything. The,
1: um, what age did you stop hanging Ugh. the Texas flag and or the come and take it flag?
2: Probably like sophomore year of college. Never had right. a come, right. and Never had come and take it Never had come and take
0: it. I have a a Texas flag that's, that's really cool and rustic looking. It uh-huh. has a really cool frame on it, like an old rustic frame. If it's frame.
1: framed, I think that's a different story. It
0: hangs in my closet. Yes. So it's not like a living room item. But it hangs in my closet. I think it looks cool.
1: I think you can get away with hanging like an old somewhat meaningful flag. You know, there's some sort of history behind it. It's framed in an office setting, like in your home office, maybe. Okay. That's all, but must be man framed. Man or home office. Yeah, Man Cave or home office. I feel the same way about, like, posters for shit. Like, you don't need, like, a, you know.
0: Man, we got a storm rolling through. We have a storm. I room. hope
1: the mics
2: can pick you up. Have to you hang don't hang need, like, a attack. Pulp
1: Fiction, like, Frame, no. You know, you can't do Scarface poster like Pulp up Fiction. in your shit. Like no, or Bluto. If you need tax, if
2: tax are involved, you're oh. you don't need it. Tax yeah, it do not m- belong. Must in your be wall.
1: framed, and also doing your doing your sports team is trash.
2: Yes, yeah, okay. sorry, dog. Okay, if he bought a house in Vail, I'm just trying to think what this guy does. As a um, 22 year old, 22, I have this weird thought that maybe his
1: parents bought it for him. It's
2: okay, a tr- trust fund this, house. Well, okay, maybe trust fund. But let's say he went to college for a couple years and was like, "Fuck this!" Doesn't have any debt and just does like oil and gas because you can you can do pretty so well oil and gas out there. There's in Colorado, yeah. yeah. He might be like a land man or something, and he's making good money.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Touche.
2: That's about I, don't, I, want, I kind of want to know.
1: So. I, I would please write it. Let us know what you do so I can get on your program.
0: Send me an email. I want to know what you do. So I'm I'm always about to pivot, and I want to know how much you make.
1: That's a kind of tacky question. No, it's not. I'm uh, the right guy. You know. it, it's not. But don't hang a flag. And honestly, flags tacked on the wall are reserved for dorm rooms, and even then, it's kind of like a sad look. In my opinion.
2: Oh, it definitely is sad. Yeah, what yeah, if you're 19? Who gives a shit?
1: I mean, if you're 19, you're li- it's not like you're like, oh, let me interior design it's the not, shit out of this apartment over here.
0: It's not near as trash as collecting empty liquor bottles and lining in your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, the absolute worst. that
1: is the worst. I, I think Don't I'm, be I saving at some point. I think we liquor all, yeah. bottles. Uh, oh, this ever, guy must really drink. If you ever ask Will, they spent the summer in Michigan when he was like 22 where... Like four of his friends all lived in this apartment that they called the Batch Pad, and they did that.
2: I feel like we should have heard about this. Oh, not. he A talked about pad. it
1: nonstop. Like in they Michigan? just yes, they all it was like one summer, and they all just like partied at this apartment. They had blackout Thursdays where they would just blackout on oh, that's Thursdays.
2: aggressive,
1: jeez. Anyway, they did that. They would collect liquor bottles and then like put them up at you know. How old was he during? Twenty-two. He was twenty-two.
0: Okay, that's that's. That's on the uh, the fringe of like, okay, dude. Shouldn't be doing that. Shouldn't you shouldn't be doing it anyway, but you can get away with it a little bit.
1: Recycling exists, recycle your glass, it's fine.
2: Such a trash look. Got hey. an email here. Dylan, Dave, and Sally. I'm thirty years old. I lived the corporate life for about six years and was absolutely miserable. So about a year ago I quit my job, broke my lease, sold ninety-five percent of my worldly possessions, and bought and renovated a van and turned it into a mobile living space. I'm now a seasonal wilderness instructor. I tend bar during the off season. I tend a bar would have been a better way. And I spend most of my free time traveling. I love my life, but the problem is the stigma that seems to hover over my lifestyle in other people's eyes, especially the ladies. I'm interested in dating and finding someone to enjoy life's adventures with, but it's been really tough finding someone. Any suggestions on how to overcome this obstacle? I appreciate the help and love all of the wash media work. Tend bar is the correct term, isn't it? Is it? Like, you're yeah. a bartender. I tend bar. Yeah,
0: I don't know. People
1: don't right. usually
2: say it like that, but I think it works. I think... I tend bar sounds too proper.
1: Well, it's not that that's important. not the point of the question. Uh...
0: This reminds me of the guy who used to work with us, who did this. He was employed by us still, but uh, Daniel, remember? He, he, he lived that van life. Oh, he tricked out the van. Didn't we... Yeah, go ahead. Like, ended his lease, tricked out a van, uh, and just traveled the country selling our, our t shirts.
1: And I guess this is my biggest question about van life. Like, where do you shower? And then Will told me that apparently you, like, just you join, like, a Planet Fitness and uh, you just shower I, at any I gym. I think that's, oh, that's what smart. Daniel did. Yeah, I think yeah, that's he, would, he, he
0: would shower and use a restroom at, like, a Gold's Gym.
1: So, van life perplexes Which sucks. me. Like, there are aggressive Instagrams dedicated to this. I don't know if they ever pop up on your discover feed and you spend 3 hours stalking these people like I do, but people like turn these vans into, you know, their whole life and then they just travel around in the van doing van shit. And there's like a whole community of people yeah. and they all like here's my point to this guy though. He needs to find some crunchy granola girl who's gonna be down with this.
0: Yeah, either you're gonna find some crunchy granola girl or you're just gonna have to-
1: Stop living in a van. Be
0: content with just being lonely during this phase of your life. Right. Because it's gonna be hard to find like-minded people who wanna hang out with you.
2: I don't know what part of the country this dude's in, but there's probably some areas that are better than others. Like, more, the more, you know, Colorado, California. uh,
1: He's probably in that area, didn't he say? He was a wilderness instructor. Wilderness instructor. What does that mean? I don't know. I think, I also think Will's sister might have done that in Colorado. Like, you just teach kids about beavers and shit. I don't...
0: Okay. Beavers and shit and Tim Barr.
1: And then Tim Barr.
0: Uh... This is not a lifestyle for me, but I think it's cool when people do stuff like this. Like that would be a fun experience looking like you could look back on it the rest of your life, like, yeah, I'm glad I did that. I would never do it again, but I'm, I'm glad I got that out of my system. It's like It uh, seems cool, but it is not for probably
2: me. Probably eliminates the need eliminates your need like later in life to do like an R V and go like to the Grand Canyon when you're like retired. Right. You're yeah. just doing it now in a way in something that's more dope and you're putting it on social media. Uh so the, the free solo guy, he lived out of his van, didn't he? He did. He
1: did. Yeah. So he you could start Climbing, you could start. Yeah, rock wear a
2: harness for now. Yeah, don't freeze harness.
1: solo. I do think it's probably gonna be hard to find. It's gonna be tough companionship, unless there's some sort of like dating app, like Van Mingle or something. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I bet there is. I <laughs> there like Van one for Mingle. everything. I mean, we could start one for you, help you out. But i I agree with Dylan. You're probably gonna be lonely, or you're because it's gonna it's hard to be like, hey. I want to come back to my van.
0: I would like to know if this is just a phase. He didn't say how long he's going to be doing it. I want to know if this is just a phase for him or if he's like dedicated to like this is his life. I
1: feel like most people do this like as a phase and then they're like okay I can go back into the, not that you're not in the real world but like into a more traditional you know live in a house or apartment.
0: This is a little different but kind of along the same line. We have a former co-worker. I don't know if you know I won't mention his name. Not that I'm sure it doesn't matter but he um, he did something similar but instead of Buying a van and traveling around, he's just gonna like basically basically backpack through like
2: third world countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's starting in Syria.
0: He's yeah.
2: actually, I, I confirmed that that is that's inaccurate. He's actually starting in Russia. Okay, I went to his going away party, and I was, that was my first question. But he is going to Syria. He told me. He said he told that. My, he, told, he said this to my face. Like I'm I, going to Syria. I is he, he gonna
1: join ISIS?
2: I don't know. No, I I think I asked him that, and he's like, No, man, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, That's tight.
1: I. I respect these people. I have no desire. I can't even camp. Like, if I don't have a full-on bed situation with a working toilet and probably a shower, I'm turning into a major bitch.
0: It would get so old.
1: And I, I, I'm just not that type of person. But the people who can do it, that's so great. Like, I had a friend who hiked, like, the Pacific Coast Trail. And they freaking loved it. They were, like, doing the whole thing for months. And I was like, that's not my jam. But it is some people's jam. So maybe you go to the PCT and meet some people. I mean, I'm sure they'd love to stay in your van. The PCT? The Pacific, oh, Pacific.
2: Oh, Coast, Coast Trail. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's pretty uh, funny. I can actually relate to this. Because high school, me and my sister, we kind of got busted getting into some pot. And uh, my dad had like an intervention. And they got a motivational speaker to come talk to us. Okay, And um, <laughs> the guy ends up, turns out he, he lives in a van
1: down by the river? Down
2: by the river. What? Yeah. Wow. Was he really,
0: like, demonstrative in the yeah, way yeah, he spoke? And... Yeah.
1: Did he wear glasses? Yeah. Bigger a, fella. Was he
0: an overweight fella? Yeah, bigger,
2: bigger guy. What wow. is his name? Again? Matt Foley. Matt, Matt Foley. Yeah, his, yeah,
1: you guys know him. <laughs> he spoke to us, too.
2: Oh, man. <laughs> got into some pot. Dave, come on. You know what I'm, I'm going to get into right now? I'm going to get into me undies. You're going to get in a pair of me undies? You know, i actually... not already in a pair? Yeah, they've got little, uh, they're the Valentine's Day ones with lips all over them. I wore those to the gym yesterday. Yeah, it's yep. changing. I was like, wow, putting out a vibe here. Um, you know, you probably spend about 90% of your life in your undies. You know that, Dylan. Again, I contend that it's even higher than that. You know, the me undies I'm wearing right now, they're the softest ones I've ever owned. It's that micromodal fabric. It's that. It's the best. Um, Three times softer than cotton, Dave. I like working out in them. I like just chilling in them. I just, I sleep in them, I do everything in them. They've sent me
0: two pairs of the pajama pants, which is made out of the same material as the underwear. Did you get the Star Wars ones? Oh,
1: yeah, I stole Will's. They
0: are pants so comfortable. I was chilling in them last night, David.
1: You know what I like the most? Well, like I obviously don't wear men's underwear, but I do steal all of Will's uh, no-show socks. Uh, they've got a good thickness to them. They have a great no-show. I like their
2: sock. socks. I feel like the the socks are sneaky underrated. They're
1: v- they're very underrated. They they're have super comfortable. The
2: little uh, little rubber.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. So it doesn't on, fall off your on heel, the Achilles, you know.
2: back there on the mm-hmm. back of the heel. The best thing they got going now is the boxer brief. It's got the added option if you want to go uh, through the gate as opposed to over the fence. If you know what I mean. I'm an over the fence guy, but I respect the gate. I like to do both. Yeah, just to keep it guessing. Just downstairs. To mix it up. Yeah, you know, right now they got a great offer for our listeners. For any first time purchasers, when you uh, when you go to me undies, you get fifteen percent off with free shipping. There is a code. Oh yeah, let's do this. The code is MAILIN, M-A-I-L-I-N. 15% off your first pair. Free shipping, 100%. Satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies.com. Highly recommend the pajama pants, the Star Wars, Star Wars ones. I wore them to the store the other day.
1: What? I swear, Just giving no fucks. Ew. No,
2: I don't care. They're tight, man. No one's doing that. Nobody, literally. Good stuff. Ooh, we got another email here. Okay. Exciting. Hey, guys, and Sally... On a recent trip with some friends, we had a conversation about what places to visit while we were in town, and this question came up. Would you rather spend a day at craft brewery or a beer garden or a vineyard? Each seems to have its own pros and cons. Some may be easier to get a gram off, and others might be more dog-friendly if the Ram Man or Rosie are going, but which would you pick and why? So you got craft brewery or vineyard. Okay. Two very different scenes. Two very different scenes.
0: Um, I'm gonna go vineyard. Um, I, I don't really have a great reason for it. But I, I've done both, and I've had more fun at a vineyard. Getting like spinning all day, getting wine drunk, is just a different kind of fun to me than beer drunk. I agree. Um, I mean, Napa Valley. We've we've all done Napa Valley. I'm pretty sure. Uh, just bouncing around to, from vineyard to vineyard, just do drinking you wines. S-
1: do you have to stay at one the whole day?
0: Um, it looks like the question... You have to stay at one the whole the day. The question, yeah. Either a brewery slash beer garden or vineyard.
1: Okay, I'm going brewery. Okay. This is why. Well, okay. I do think there are some situations where you can spend all day at a vineyard. One of them being Scribe, that I have not been to in Sonoma, where it's oh. like a come, stay, get your picnic on, get some long games.
2: Scribe's tight. Yeah,
1: like do the whole situation. But a lot of vineyards... Don't want you just chilling, hanging around. I know some of them in Fredericksburg are like that, like you know, just west of us, where they like want you to hang out. But a lot of the vineyards in Napa and things like that, like they want you to do your tasting, they want you to buy some stuff, and then they want you to like move on so they can get to the next party. Craft breweries or beer gardens, like they know you're going to post up. And to me, even though I like wine more than I like beer. I love doing like a like a tasting, like just little, little guys. Flight. A flight, if oh, you yeah. will, Ooh, is the word I was love looking me for. A good flight. And I do think usually craft breweries tend to be a little bit more relaxed, definitely allow dogs, like Jester yeah. King that's nearby. Yeah. Austin people. Like you can hang out all day.
2: It seems like it's a little bit more low pressure too. Some vineyards you're kind of expected to leave there with some bottles. Yeah, you, whereas like you're you're a craft gonna brewery. Be,
1: yeah, at craft brewery, you're like probably buying a flight, maybe drinking one of their beers. You're not like leaving with the whole case. At vineyards, they're like, Okay, Anne, are you signing up for our wine club? Yeah.
2: They'll pass around like a little application.
1: But it just yeah. depends on the place. I'm like, I would love to go to Scribe. Have yet to go. I think we actually are gonna try to go Memorial Day weekend. But I would pick a craft brewery over a, a vineyard.
0: Yeah, maybe it might maybe sound a little snooty, but to squat up at a vineyard with and do like, you know, wine and or like a cheese and meat plate or whatever, uh, and just get hammered on on you know, full body red all day It's, just, I know, it's fun as fuck.
1: But I think that's only gonna last you about two hours. This isn't the Catalina fucking wine. We're not in,
2: you're not staying in a brewery for four hours. You know? Yeah, I'm certainly not. Not with my platter.
1: Uh <laughs> Yeah, good point. I, miss, I don't know. I they Apple both have Valley. their merits. It's been well, too long like I feel that, but...
2: maybe it's just specific to Austin, but I feel like I can take an Uber ten minutes and get to a craft brewery like on the east side of town, mm-hmm. and I've done that. Like I've been to a lot of them in town, but I feel like going to a vineyard is a little bit more of a production, even You're though right, there's more of an event. There's some a little bit out of town, like thirty minutes out. Yeah, um, there's one in Driftwood. Yeah, there's a couple in Driftwood. Yeah, so just depends on what scene you're looking for uh, the vineyard's going to be more grammable this makes me want to drink wine tonight i just want to drink
1: i i kind of think the craft brewery is going to be more grammable no, you're
0: more see, edgy you're than wrong. me you're wrong Size i'm not wrong
1: edgy. i just i think that it's going to be a lot i'm thinking of a place that Will and I love to go whenever we're in Michigan we like stop there every time and they've got a great pretzel and they It's grambles, hell. It's just the water up there. This winter, they had like these igloos you could sit in. You can post up there for hours. I feel like you can get like just drinks and beers for hours. You can't just be pounding full body reds bottles wise for hours on end. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can, but you're going to get real wine drunk with like a wine mouth.
0: Wine drunk
2: is too. Nobody wants wine mouth. Wine mouth
1: is unfortunate. I thrive on wine mouth. Are you one of those people who's like, you see red wine and immediately your mouth turns purple like just
2: saliva just I have away. friends
1: who like I'm not getting it could be in their vicinity and like they're just teeth turn purple immediately <laughs> like <laughs> I don't think that bad. happens to
0: me uh, this next one is a voicemail Sally and you're gonna have some things to say about it okay knowing you
2: hey, hey. what's going on Big Will here uh so question is uh so if you're seeing somebody is it fair you know if that let's say this person smokes is it fair to give them an ultimatum and say, "Hey, we can make this serious thing, we can make this a real thing, but you got to stop smoking"? Is that a fair thing to do? Fair ultimatum. I'm oh, curious.
0: All right, love you. Uh, so I know you you're the most anti-smoking person I think I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I and we're gonna we're gonna agree here. I think it's very fair. Yeah. To, to ask a significant other to give an ultimatum, being like, "We can't be together unless you quit smoking," because it affects you too. Right. Um, not I mean their health is is going to be a big question mark long term health and all that, but also they just smell like smoke all the time and it's just it's a nasty and it's you nasty. get the
1: effects of secondhand smoke.
0: Secondhand smoke is a, is a deal too. So I think it is extremely fair to put that ultimatum on somebody.
1: I agree. There's a couple things that I think you can absolutely make ultimatums about. This is one of them, and it's a it's a habit that's really difficult for people to break. So I. I think you can date a smoker, whatever. But if you're considering marrying them and you're not a smoker yourself or like being in a long-term relationship with them, that it, you need to get on the same page. Absolutely. And I mean, guys, 2019, yeah, stop smoking. smoking. It's smoking so, just stop doing it. I mean.
0: Uh, Nobody's I, doing this. I still occasionally will have a cigarette when I'm drinking. Um, but occasionally. Piece I, well, of shit. I was at a bachelor party this last weekend, as we oh, all know, yeah. Nashville, and yes, I smoked a few cigarettes because it was a special occasion, and I was with my friend who is a smoker, and you know,
1: I it happens, I but
0: I also recognize that it is disgusting. It's gross.
1: I Sorry to all the smoker listeners out there. It's gross. You smell bad. You're affecting other people. It's horrible for your lungs. I'm going to get on a soapbox, but I don't need to. Everyone knows this. Everyone's seen the commercials. We know it's bad for you. Just stop doing it.
0: Am I crazy, or has smoking um, gone down by, like, I feel like less than 5% of people these days smoke?
1: You would think that? um,
0: I never see people smoking out anymore.
1: But I I think a lot... Well, I think the percentage of population that's smoking has gone down a lot because of, you know, all of those marketing campaigns that we were used to in the 90s and 2000s of, like, it'll kill you, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think some country it might be the UK or something, like puts a picture of tobacco lungs like on the pack. Oh, it's the EU. Yeah. They
2: have to like put like oh. really, really
0: graphic photos. Yeah. When I was in Paris, I bought a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. And it had a baby, a picture of a baby on a ventilator.
1: Yeah. Th- like, that's oh, honestly the worst thing. Like do what you want to your own body. You shouldn't be smoking. But if you have kids, please don't smoke. that's That's what like kids get asthma and stuff from. And it's really sad to like, See parents who are like smoking on the street with like a kid next to them because it's not their choice and they're gonna get sick like because smoking it it's a whole medical conversation we don't need to have just don't do it
0: in Paris I think ninety plus percent of people smoke I mean it it's everybody but it's like smoking
1: casually it's not like smoking a pack a day I feel oh
0: Sally you're crazy they they are all smoking at all times like walking the street you know. On the way to work, they're smoking cigarettes. They're just it's, being bad boys. Okay, on that,
1: on that note, people
0: are rolling cigarettes in restaurants. It's it's cra- They all smoke.
1: So, I think we all agree that smoking's bad. You should give your partner an ultimatum. Whatever. Is there anything? Have we already talked about this before? That like would be a deal breaker unless they stop doing like. If you were with someone and you were like, "We've really got to change your opinion or what you do on this and this, or we can't be in a relationship." Like, what's your what's your ultimatum that you are going to give somebody? Like, if they did that, you just cannot deal with it.
2: Along the lines of smoking, like like habitual stuff. What do you
1: habitual mean? stuff beliefs things like that?
2: Ooh, if they just turn into an anti-vaxer.
1: I mean, mine is literally anti vaxxer
2: anti What about a semi-vaxer? We learned about that today. Yeah. Are oh, this? where you selective like, vaxxer. Selective, not no, semi.
1: Anybody who doesn't follow the vaccination vaccination schedule is not. Not gonna be fathering my children. Let me just tell yeah, you. Yeah,
0: anti vaxxing I um, need to talk. anti vaxxers That that's probably a deal breaker for me. But I at first first I would try to change her mind. If I was really into her, like, look, let me tell you why you're wrong. And I would yeah, lay, I would do research and lay it out for her. If she still was like, no, I'm not doing it. Then be like, you know, it's not gonna you work know what
2: out. What sucks about that is you'd have to just be like, all you would be doing is relaying the uh, exact same thing the fucking doctors and yeah. everyone <laughs> in the medical community knows. Like, yeah. well, maybe if I let tell me tell you about all this-,
1: all this years and years of research that is proven um yeah i think you can give somebody an ultimatum i don't know if we're, sure. big will is just asking this as a question if he like needs to give someone an ultimatum Dude, maybe but.
2: i would be like you got a shower before you come to bed because you're not getting with your smoky hair getting all over the pillow oh the hands smell so
0: bad oh, it's the whole thing the, the hair car, the clothes the... the
2: hands it's
0: it's such a nasty habit it really is at least vaping you can't really smell it
1: Maybe you can't really smell, but I don't know that we know the health effects of vaping yet. Oh,
0: it, there's no way it's not
1: Popcorn lung. Yeah. Oil lungs. We into know about popcorn lung. Yeah. We'll, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying I think in a couple of years we're gonna find out like vaping was real bad for you. And that what's funny is that's totally a generational thing. So like our generation, really for the most part, because of dare and all this other crap, like we don't smoke for the most part. And the whole generation below us the, like, generation, I think, is that, like, Z or whatever? Like, the people who are, like, 20 right now? Yeah. They all, all of them vape. Everyone vapes because that's, like, the cool thing to do. It's, like, compact. Everyone has one. It's super easy. <coughs> and that was just not part of our, that was not part of our lives. And so probably the generation after them is going to get all of the anti-vaping marketing and then it's going to stop.
2: Mm. Yeah, the moral here is just uh, just don't enjoy life. <laughs> Just don't do anything for Everything that's fun is bad for you. <laughs> it's fun to do bad things. Sounds like Big Will has a, is a smitten
0: for someone who is a smoker. That's, yeah.
2: That's the impression I get. All right, Big Will. Okay, Big Will. We see you, dog. Got a little email here. Hey, everyone. Some relationship advice would be much appreciated. The lady I'm currently dating is absolutely wonderful. Legitimately, I love everything about her personality, and we get along splendidly, especially considering all the nonsense I put her through. <laughs> I'm just struggling with the fact that I'm not insanely attracted to her. I know this is shallow bullshit, but I can't help this I can't help but feel this way. I would never break up with someone for this because that's just shitty. I'm just not sure how to not let this nag in the back of my mind.
0: Um, I don't think this is shallow because attraction is not just about how someone looks. Um, it, it's It's an all-encompassing thing to me. and if he's not insanely attracted to her, uh, she's just if he's already saying this. It's just not... This isn't going to end well, I don't think.
1: I don't actually understand this. I feel like you've maybe had a mailbag question about this, like a similar one in the past. Where I'm like, how... I I couldn't date somebody I wasn't attracted to. And maybe I wasn't like full-on aggressively attracted to them at first, but usually a lot of the times I am attracted to somebody, I meet them... Like or we, I get to know them better, then I'm more attracted to them based on their personality and things like that. That's
0: kind of what I was saying. It's right. an all-encompassing thing. Uh, once you get to know someone, it affects your attract- attractiveness to them, mm-hmm. uh, whether you like their personality or if their personality sucks. It can make someone less appealing to you or more appealing to you, regardless of how they look. Of course, looks play a big role looks in all this. Looks play
1: a big role, but I also don't think, like... I don't know. I just... To me, I'm like, could I ever get to the point where I just was like... I can't. I don't have any like sexual or like attraction or like chemistry towards you at all. And then pursue a relationship with this person. So to get it to the point where we're getting along splendidly.
0: Attraction is very important. Like I feel like that's passionately, so passionately like into somebody. That's right. important shit.
1: Right. If so, he's already like, eh,
0: it's just not. It's not a good sign for. I long agree,
1: term. and I. <laughs> I don't, I, to me, I don't get this. I've never had this happen to me. Part of me feels like maybe he just thinks this girl is just a friend. Like, even though they're in a relationship, but like, you're not attracted. I mean, maybe you're attracted to your friends. I don't know. But like, you should be attracted to your partner.
0: Yeah. And it, he said it's shallow. I disagree. I don't think it's shallow. I think it's actually really important.
1: I agree. And I also think like for Will, like I, became more attracted to him as I got to know him. So I feel like if you know her that well, you should have some sort of attraction, even if she's not like Gigi Hadid or something, like you should still be thinking that she's attractive if you really like everything else about her. So to me, I'm like, there's something that's holding him back that makes her just be in the friend zone.
0: Totally, totally agree. I think this is a friend zone candidate right here. Hate to say it. Uh, the guy uses words like "wonderful" and "splendid." Splendid, you
1: don't call. Like that is such a oh you're she's so like oh. we're splendid blah blah that's like, like a friend zone
0: word. It's like if someone's like, hey, I want to hook you up with a friend of mine. Like, oh, tell me about her. Huh. She's really nice. Oh, bro, that's she's really nice. For, that's code for she's unattractive. She's
1: the most wonderful Sheesh. human being. Like, sorry, that's what. Because if that's she's attractive you're like, afraid. oh,
0: she's scorching hot, but she's also really cool. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm into it. But if she, she's nice, she's wonderful.
1: That's, but, that's, so she's
0: ugly. That's, that's what you're trying to tell me. No,
1: but maybe not even just, like, maybe not ugly. Maybe just like, I'm not attracted to her. She's a friend. That's what you say about people that you're not attracted to, which is exactly what he said about her. And he admitted that he's not attracted to her, but I think that's what you say about a, friend, a friend-zoned a friend person.
2: I think we helped this guy out a lot. Last one. Last one. We had the entire course booked all day Saturday for annual alumni golf outing. As we were waiting for the fairway to clear, we watched the group of older guys behind us tee off on a par three. It's downhill and over water. First guy up, two hops it in for the hole or for a hole in one. Totally dunked it. Love that. They go crazy. We're jumping for joy because our understanding was to get a hole in one, you are the one who must buy drinks for the group or some sort of celebration. We then thought that there was a chance we could drink from it as well. Alright, dude, chill out. However, before he gets the ball out of the hole, he makes a point that he will not be getting any drinks and was nowhere to be found once we finished our round. My question for you, Frat Dave and Guest What's the proper way to celebrate a hole in one? I didn't there, know Frat Dave did this pod. There are two there are two fouls on this. Uh
0: the first one is the guy who made the hole in one by announcing to everyone in within earshot that he's not buying drinks. That's a foul. I'm throwing yeah, a flag. Dude, just I'm have throwing fun. a flag on this one.
2: That's unless he's like a recovering alcoholic
0: that's standard protocol no you still buy it for everybody else you don't have to partake that's the first foul the second one is this guy who emailed us assuming that (laughs) that he being not a part of the group that had the hole-in-one is deserving of a a drink as well Yeah,
2: don't go out of your way to mooch this isn't your drink buddy if you happen to be in the in the 19th hole when this when he walks in then like maybe you'll get in on the action but dude don't it's a free don't, beer. Ex, don't don't be expect that mad. it. Yeah,
0: don't expect it. Uh, so those are the two problems I have here. Yeah. Um, th- this guy not uh, announcing that he's not buying drinks. That's why
2: I mean, buy, maybe
0: buy, this, buy three drinks for your boys. I mean, who cares?
2: Maybe this dude just lost his ass. It's all gonna be twenty.
0: It's gonna be twenty bucks, man. You just got a hole in one. You got to celebrate. Yeah,
2: that's kind of the deal. I wouldn't know because I've never I've never had yeah.
0: one. Standard protocol though. You hit a hole in one. Everyone
2: gets treated to a round of drinks. Who's everyone? Your group. Your group. That's it. Okay. You and the, what if you're playing... What if it's... You had three... Like three tea times. So you got like 12 dudes. Okay. If they're, if they're your boys and y'all are playing a, a scramble against each other or something fun like that. And dude, it's an alumni thing. So I'm assuming this is some kind of fraternity deal, right? It's alumni,
0: but he... You can tell from this email he doesn't he doesn't know these guys. He called them older guys. He doesn't yeah, know. Yeah,
2: you gotta have. I don't know. This guy. This guy sounds like he's not that fun. So maybe there's something going on there. Like- if
0: it's an alumni event, I I can see you know him buying like a beer for whoever is in the in the nineteenth uh, hole at the time. Yeah, but you're not owed anything. That's just a that's just bonus. That's a bonus beer for you. But the guys in the group, they absolutely get a drink.
2: Right, and if you if you happen to witness it. First of all, I'm gonna go. If I see one, I don't even know the people. I'm gonna go kind of nuts too. That's something that's cool to see, no matter what. Of course, uh, but definitely don't don't uh, vulture around the uh, bar afterward looking for a booze drink. Some guys on on tour do
0: this. They or they'll send
2: a cooler. Of, yeah, they'll get it to the media. Send a cooler of beers JT to the media. media. Yeah, after
0: uh, the Masters last round. Anything special you would do, Dave, if you got a hole in one with say me and Will and Klein playing with you?
2: Uh, yeah, I'd probably just give you a nice high five, maybe like a hug, <laughs> maybe a chest bump, maybe pop you with a towel. Have you ever seen a hole-in-one like in the group you've, you were playing with? No. I've I saw, had
0: two hole-outs from a fairway, but never a hole-in-one. I saw one. I was playing with uh, my buddy and his dad. His dad got the hole-in-one, um, but we didn't see it go in because it was there was kind of a ridge in the middle of the, the hole. Mm-hmm. And so we couldn't see, we could see the top of the it but not the the whole bottom of the That We knew it was going to be really close. Mm-hmm. And we walked up and didn't see the ball. And like, it's gotta be in the hole. So that was a little anticlimactic. You didn't get the whole, you know, emotion of watching it go in. So that kind of sucked. Still really cool, but that's the only one I've ever, I've ever been a part of. Sally, so how
2: many hole-in-ones do you have?
1: Actually, the people I was staying with in Tulsa, shouts to Ryan, um, He got a hole-in-one in in Oklahoma City, and he has it. So I, the room I was staying in uh, was his old office, so he had all this stuff up. And one of them was his hole-in-one, like the ball and where he was playing. And I guess he won money from, like, sponsored from Lexus or whatever. But I was looking at a scorecard, and I was like, oh, my God. Is Ryan, like, sneaky a really good golfer because the scorecard, like – literally shot like a 57 and I was like what the hell and so I went and asked Ryan about it and he was like well we were playing a scramble so... All of the the rest of the scores on that card are from the scramble, <laughs> but that ace still
2: counts. But the that ace, ace is still counts, his. yeah. Because
1: I was like, "Oh my god, Ryan! I had no idea that you were like this crazy, insane good golfer." And really, he just was playing a scramble. I would
2: almost rather have it during a scramble.
1: He said it was really fun. Like,
2: yeah, scrambles are fun in general, and your whole team gets gets you know credit. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's fun. He he said it was a blast, and the pictures from it are really funny. But I was so I like called Will, on. I was like Will. Look at this hole in one! And I was like showing him, like you know, he's got the Callaway ball framed yeah. and all this stuff. And I was like, I think Ryan like might be the best golfer, the ever. best golfer that we know.
0: <laughs> he's fourteen under.
1: Yeah, I was very confused, and then Ryan explained it.
0: Sally, do you know your brother in law's friend Seth? Yes. Do you, do you, have you heard his hole in one story?
1: No, I have not.
0: He won a truck. Really? He was playing. Um, he was playing a golf tournament, and a lot of the times of these these big golf tournaments that you know, local ones, uh, they'll get a, a sponsor, Toyota, Ford, whatever. Uh-huh. And they'll sponsor up par three saying if you get a hole in one, you win this, they'll park the truck out there or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he made one and he, he, I think it was a Ford truck. I think he got like a, a platinum, F a F-150 oh platinum edition. Um, yeah. And he did it in front of, I don't, I don't know if I should be telling this whole story, but it's, I don't think it's so. that big a deal. He did it in front of a really important person who uh-huh. then like hired him afterward.
1: Yeah. Um, I knew, I grew up with a guy who got a hole in one when he was like 10, 10. Yes. Like, like he, I remember we were like in some creative writing class, he like wrote a whole story about getting his hole in one and it was like legit. He, this is going to sound really, really (laughs) naive (laughs) of me. I told Will this during the part three, but I was like for the first, like, I don't know, many years of my life, I assumed that a hole in one was like straight up just into the hole like a basket like you went a lot like dunk it like
0: (laughs) not touching any (laughs) grass like
1: and then when i thought about how impossible that (laughs) would be i was like am i just the biggest idiot on the planet that like obviously can like bounce it's not like a a dunk like a no rim you know i don't know why and for some reason because i remember when i was a kid and this guy that i grew up with getting one i was like that is freaking insane like that must be so impossible which it still is really impossible but yeah
0: i'm pretty sure i'm never going to get a hole in one i just don't see it happening oh, that attitude. i just don't see it happening i'll be very pleasantly surprised if it happens but i'm not counting on it
1: yeah sorry
0: that's okay uh guys that that's it we're finished unless sally has a bonus question you've i have had, no bonus question i have had like two months to think of one so Thanks for nothing. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I'll prepare one for next, next time. Week. Next I'm time. exhausted. So thanks for being here, even though you are so tired.
1: Of course. I had yeah. to get back to you're the peeps. Back. We, we missed you. I hope my takes were they as as possible. We missed
0: you. Lily was so good.
1: You Lily, listened, I assume. Well, Lily, like, was really nervous and called me before and was like, I don't know. I was like, just say what you're gonna say. And she I feel like she's less reserved than I am, and I have to be for certain reasons. Sure. AK school. Um, so Lily could just go full throttle and do what she wanted and I think she did so that's good
0: She did a great job Joe fun. I had I'm a great time, time. <laughs> That's good uh, The hotline number again is 888-362-MAIL, M-A-I-L That's 888-362-6245 And also you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at mail podcast
2: Hey, you want to know what the median sales price for a home in a two-bedroom in Vail is? Yes, I want to guess Go ahead. Median
1: Two
0: I'm gonna say, uh, say eight twenty. Six eighty five. Yeah, I was real <laughs> off.
1: Yeah,
0: so <sorry>. I six eighty five. <laughs> yep. shit. That's uh Zoinks. more for- obviously since I guess tired. That's more affordable than I would have expected. Vale,
2: I mean it's a tiny little resort town. I know. There are no shitty homes in Vale. You not can get one. a one bedroom for median price of three eighty.
1: Wow, i have no idea about prices of things i'd be horrible (laughs) on prices right okay
2: well
0: good for that kid
1: yeah way to go man take the flag down
0: all right guys we'll see you next
1: week okay love you bye